Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Oh. April Collins. Hi. And Andy Potter. Hello. Uh, we're talking the April 21st episodes of Star vs. the Force of Evil today, uh, which include the half-hour special Coronation, Corn, Corn, Coronation, in Coronation. addition to... Uh, a boy and his DC 700 XE and the monster and the queen, uh, that aired, all three of those aired on the Disney channel and the Disney app this morning. Uh, we talk star every week. It's new here on the Overly Animated podcast. Find us at overlyanimated.com. Search for us on iTunes at overlyanimated.com slash iTunes. Our YouTube at youtube.com slash overlyanimated or we're also on Spotify now, which you can find a link to at overlyanimated.com. Um, spoilers for these three episodes and all previous episodes of Star. Actually, some big ones this week, so make sure you have checked out these episodes. Uh, Michelle, a lot happened, a lot's changed. What are your reactions to all of it? Oh, I actually really liked all three of these episodes. I feel like they were not nearly as meandery as the last bunch I saw like a month ago. So, a lot, yeah, big, big things happened, honestly. Yes. <laughs> this this might be like only my opinion, but I really liked a boy in his DC seven hundred XC the most. But that was purely the because most. of Marco and Tom <laughs> bonding. Like I was so here for that. I mean, all the Globgore stuff was great too, but like that bonding though, so good. Okay. <laughs> Michelle is in <laughs> for the Tom Cup. episodes, though. Good, good. Nice and, and tight and, and, and lots of plot things. And it was great. Yeah. Okay. Happy there's plot. There's plenty of Tom Co to talk about here. We'll, we'll, break, we'll yeah. break it all down. Uh, it's also in Coronation. Yeah. Coronation. Yeah. Coronation. Uh, I, I, I was like, I saw the episode name for weeks and I kept typing it on the podcast. I had no idea it was Coronation. I just completely did not realize. Okay. I got really mad because... <laughs> Uh, I remember you typing it as coronation. And I was like, "That's wrong, Dylan." Like, <laughs> coronation. Yeah. They literally talk about it in the episode. Yeah. Well, once once they say it in the episode, we we understand. Okay. April, what are your what are your overall thoughts this week? Um, I I really enjoyed these episodes. Um, my biggest complaint with this season is finally um been resolved where we're getting plot which is super exciting uh and we know who the big bad is so that's great uh i Ooh, wait with- wait do we who is it Mina, Mina. Mina? Um, yeah. no. i don't think we know that <laughs> that's no, we know mina's co- we know and the bird at the end who is creepily yeah. looming right we know mina's coming i don't know if that means she's the big bad but yeah she yeah. has to be the big bad uh, she's she, the only one who keeps coming back who keeps being the most yeah. anti it could still be ludo let's not like <laughs> ludo. Go i was so bad on that podcast as i can imagine Dylan's brain like fell out his ears. We yep. had to talk about Ludo for a whole episode. Michelle, I said it was the best Ludo episode ever. Okay, did That's you? What, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> That's great. Okay, okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? But at I least think we know. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. You know, what? at least right. I kind of know what's going on now, and I appreciate that. So, um, I loved all of the Globgore stuff, and I agree with Michelle that the Tomco is very real. Um, so my new OTP ships are Globgore and Eclipsa, and of course Tomco. Of course. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah, why have Star? 
bringing up Tomco, honestly, how is that even on the same table? Okay, 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 okay. Calm down. We're not. We wouldn't even get into it yet. Okay, <laughs> we're not getting into it yet. Um, <laughs> we didn't even start. The, the, my only like complaint is that uh, I hate whenever like our fighting is because no one wants to just stop and listen to each other, which was basically all of core coordination. I'm just gonna call it coordination. Um, but uh. But yeah, I really like these episodes, and I think these have been like some of the strongest episodes that we've had this season. So I'm really glad that I got to watch them and witness them, and yeah. It's a very broad <laughs> statement. I'm glad I got to watch them. <laughs> April appreciates the team for continuing to make the show. Exactly. That's fair. Okay, that's good. It's, that's it's good. really hard to like, because that's the other thing too, is that like, this is the last season. And so it's really hard to, to, to not just appreciate even like the really bad episodes. So Yes. <laughs> we're we're happy to have all of this. That's, that's yes. Yeah. Okay. Andy, what do you think of this week's episodes? Are we not supposed to think the first episode's the best? The one with Tom and Marco? <laughs> it is! That one is great, too. Like, Tom yeah. Coe's, like, amazing in this episode. It's, like, in, in all these episodes. I love them. They're, like, I don't know. I think I talked last time I was on here about how much I really like Tom. And I, I think I have been completely uh, justified in that based on these episodes. Tom and Marco here are amazing. Like, I, stu- I do think their best moment is in Corn and it, Corn coronation yeah but like 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 with love sentence but i i don't know the first episode was just really fun and it like it reminded me of earlier star episodes in a good way like it was just so stupid and absurd that it was just fun to watch them do stupid things and it's one of the few episodes without star that i actually liked like usually i need star to be in, in the episode for me to enjoy it but this one was a rare exception to that the only thing i didn't really like about these episodes was i really 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 hated the name of the episode Coronation because I thought that they did it on purpose because it's uh-huh. muty. And it almost made me yeah. more upset that somebody <laughs> that it was a <laughs> like that made me more upset than <laughs> anything else. They're trolling us with the corn stuff. Like I think yeah. us specifically, yeah. They even say about it too. <laughs> Tommy like, mentioned it. Tom's like, if it's We're in upset. though, like no one questions it. <laughs> Marco just didn't spell check. What, what what programs do you have to specifically hit spell check anymore? Most things are like going to change that for you. I feel like if you screw um, up. Microsoft Excel. <laughs> Was Marco doing know. an invitation There's in Excel? Fun. Is that what he happened? Could be. <laughs> no, He's I, like, I'm not good at Photoshop. Oh, Photoshop doesn't spell check for you unless you tell. No. It. Yeah, yeah, that's so, okay. Yeah. April, I have made memos and forms in Excel. It is the worst. I completely. <laughs> Why would you do that? You I've have to. Yeah, sometimes you don't get a choice. Okay. Sometimes you just have to. I feel like they, do they, Look, have, they have special computer software on their compacts in Muni? Yeah, like do they? Do they, have, yeah, they have the same software? Do they have like different the, software? On the phone version of it, which is terrible. It's not nearly as good as the computer. They have, they, the they have compacts. I don't know if I've seen a computer. Maybe he had to do it on his compact. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, we'll talk about Seahorse too. Speaking of that, um, <laughs> oh, no, God. just kidding. No, we won't. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, it's okay. The, the first episode is, I like the first episode, but it's definitely the worst of the three. I still, it's still good, but, uh, I really like Monster and the Queen. Um, I think if that episode did not have a beginning and ends like it did, then it would be like a really fantastic star episode, as is I still like it, but there's some stuff I don't like there. And Coordination is, um, at times fabulous. Um, 
Like, this week is a big step up, I think, for the show. Like, things actually happen. We've been complaining about nothing happening. Things finally culminate in this episode. Did they culminate in a way that was satisfying to the build-up? That's a discussion point. Uh, probably not. But uh, it was still, like, f- interesting things that were that were happening. And I do think coordination in the second half was very, very good. Um, it still has, like, suffered from the same problems that Star Half Hour episodes all, always suffer from. Trying to do too many things unfocused, um, you know parts are better than other parts but uh that's okay it was it was still really fun i think the last two episodes are two of the best episodes of the season and i also liked the first episode despite the kelco things which is pissing a lot of people off which we'll uh, talk about as it should <laughs> alex has condemned the first episodes so that's why i have a like, question <laughs> about that because like i didn't i mean like i read the wiki summary of the last like four or five episodes but i didn't watch them so did they break Wait. up off screen <laughs> Did was that not a thing addressed in another episode? I didn't know you hadn't watched the previous episodes. Um, <laughs> wow, it's basically Wait. the same thing. So, did they break up in person or not? What? <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to this. Okay, we'll Marco go. We'll, we'll go. We'll go over that. Okay, uh, this is a startling admission in, in the middle of this goodness. podcast. Um, well, that's the only thing I was curious about. Um. Okay, uh, let's stop. Where should we Where should we start here? We'll, we'll get back to Kelco. Well, we're not going to lead with Kelco. I just need you to know that I love you so much right now. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you just broke Dylan. This is the you know this is the last season of Star. That's fine. Things can go off the rail. That's okay. Um, the. <laughs> Where we end up, okay, let's talk about Glob. I think the biggest event that happens is Glob. Let's start with Globgore here because we get to see Globgore finally. Um, this isn't something that Michelle needed to see in the previous episodes to see, but this is the first time we see Globgore. And, uh, he is, first we see him in the second episode and we don't know what's going on and it turns out it's in his mind. And then the next episode he is freed and is here to stay, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's very exciting. This is a big thing. Is Globgore going to be the main villain? When's he going to be free? He is free. He's voiced by uh, Jaime Camille, uh, my fave from Jane the Virgin, Rogelio de la Vega, and it's he's fantastic. I think in this role, um, and they're singing, and uh, it's 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 great. I uh, April uh, Globgore is is he what you thought he'd be? Like he's he seems very nice, right? This is I think he's the most striking. Super thing. nice, and I love him for his niceness. I didn't. I honestly did not expect him to be like as nice and like he's genuinely charming um which is even better like how he's making jokes about uh eating humans <laughs> but like it's very charming I, very charming i like i mean obviously the content is all wrong but like i just think that's very like nice and sweet that like he's just trying to make her laugh and all of this stuff and then i love that he calls her creepy he calls eclipse creepy and weird <laughs> In a nice, cutesy way. He's like, you're so creepy. Especially because it uh, makes me think of, like, me and my husband because he always calls me weird. So I'm like, oh, like, how adorable is this? (laughs) (laughs) But no, like, honestly, I I thought he would be, like, extremely, like, angry. He did, he, what was it? There was, like, one moment where he had a short temper, and I was like, this is what I expected. And then he was just like, it's a joke. And I was like, haha, you're, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I forgive you for your bad joke. <laughs> but I liked him. <laughs> yes, you liked him. Okay. Um, but yeah, Michelle, what, you're pro-Globgore as well. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there's that moment in Coronation when Jana's like, oh, like, I get it. Because, like, yeah, he's, like, big and hunky and has, like, a great, like, kind of, like, sultry voice. And he's very charming and he has a good sense of humor. He is a total package. Plus, he can get really big and really small. That's pretty cool. Is that like, the he total can fit package? in any. Yes, because he can fit That's the most in desirable any trait, right? Literally. <laughs> Literally, you can, can carry him around in, in your pocket. Yeah, and they take turns being the small one, which was like <laughs> such a cute, like random thing that they both enjoy. So I can see why they're together. Michelle, is that I'm, your ideal partner? Someone that can be really big or really small? Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that before. Like that, that could be definitely the but, ultimate. Are you saying Ant Man is like your ideal? Ant is not the ideal form. He doesn't really turn to an ant, right? He just gets small, but has like a yeah, bad costume. Yeah, he small and big. He, just gets he has small a and bad big. costume. The Hulk? Is that another <laughs> one there? Like three voice, maybe he would be like a runner-up for Glob War. <laughs> uh, Andy, do you agree that uh, being small or big is a desirable trait? I have no way to react to that. Like I don't even I am not never processed this. You feel pressured um, in your relationships to get larger or smaller. Yeah. No, I have never had that. Oh, small and Kyora could play with you like same size. I think she'd love that. But that's not a relationship. Or you. That's a cat. Yeah. She's a part of your family. No one understands what we're talking about. Uh, Andy, what do you think what do you think about Glopcorp? Everything has been deleted from my brain at this point, Dylan. I don't know what else to think about. Him. I don't like, blame him. He's big and small, and he's different than I was expecting. He subverted what I expected, I'll say that. But, yeah. but yeah. now all I can think about is him becoming small over and over again. <laughs> he did become small. I, I like the uh, like when he's, when he's big, there's a voice distortion. Um, and then yep. when he's normal-sized, it sounds like normal uh normal Rogelio. um and uh yeah it's 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 i thought he was really sympathetic these episodes and him and eclipse are a new otp not really otp could start but like new side otp of course um and he's you know you hear about him being this this horrible monster um and i think like they did uh if they're trying to just make him straight likable while still being in service of what we've heard about him before i think this was a, the character this was like a great characterization we saw the one moment of him getting mad you saw like how he could be scary you, like we mentioned him being reformed yeah. a lot um i think if we're going for like any sort of gray interpretation of globgor then i you know, I don't know if this is it. I think he's straight likable here. Um, but I'm kind of happy for once the show is just picking like, you know, I think the show is too more morally gray too often. So I like that, you know, Glabgore's nice. That's good. That's good. We we solved this. Glabgore's good. Uh, Eclipse is still probably in the morally grayness, although we've mostly went towards sympathetic with her. So we'll, we'll get into her in a second. But um, I, I think the the presentation of the, their their relationship is one of the strongest things we've done this season. Them singing together in the second episode and in coordination, I think, are fantastic. Seeing them with Meteora, them as a family, um, I think all of that is is uh, is was was really fun to see. Um, and I, I guess Eclipsa is the other side of this because uh, their relationship is part of this. But also, we've been talking about this arc of like. You know, for the another season, is Eclipse good? Is she bad? Star, like, she'd been mostly good last week, but we still had this hanging in piece of information of Star and the piece of the book. And we do resolve that 
this week with Eclipse. I had used the book, went by and stars back and had went inside her mind in order to find out that she had the book piece. Um, but we don't really That's creepy. <laughs> spend more than yep. a second on that. Uh, <laughs> but nope, she's good now. And, uh, all the, another, this, I think this, this episode also resolves the humans, uh, like her popularity with all the humans, which had been a recurring plot thing. Um, because everyone seems to like her at the end and we seem to be accepting of her and Glavgor in command. Um, so I think like, uh, the questions are like, where are you now on Eclipsa? Because mostly positive this week, although there was that one thing where we learned that she, uh, was invasive to Star. That's not good. Um, but other than that, she was really fantastic. We see she is telling the truth about her relationship with Globgor. Seemingly she does have good, good, uh, intentions and motive, uh, interests for the future of Muni. Do you agree with all that, April? I do agree with that because I think they've really I think they did a great job at taking her out of that like like okay yeah she did some things that were super questionable and I will say that I'm a little upset that we just sort of like glossed over the fact that like one she invaded Star's mind and then two like just took the book piece and we didn't really say anything about that we were just like oh that's what happened okay fine. Um, so that's the only part of it that I don't like, but I'm kind of glad that we're moving away from like this, like Eclipsa is like, everyone just is like Eclipse is evil and that's that kind of thing. And I feel like, like Rombulus was like the whole like culmination of that, um, I guess part aspect of it. And the fact that we're just getting rid of him is kind of like a relief to me because like he, he was like the personification of everyone just being like, well, I just heard she eats babies like, and stuff like that. And she's evil just because I say so like, no, she's not like, yeah, she's a little bit selfish, but I really do feel like she's learning. And that's, that's like the best part is that she is learning. And even if it takes like glob gore to kind of like be right, like she she understood like this isn't what I should be doing kind of situation so yeah um uh Michelle are you do you trust that we will eclipse is good now and that's end of story I guess you or, or, that seems like where we end up is that we still have a third of the season to go like are we are we staying in this place with Eclipsa? I don't think it's about Eclipse of being good or not. I think it's about, like, are we as viewers on her side? And I'd say that this episode did a good job of convincing us, yes, to be on her side. Because when Star finds out, she does say, like, yo, that that was invasive and, like, really not cool. And I'm obviously upset about this. But, like, I I get you. And, like, can we, like, can I please, like, help you move forward and be a leader? Because that's, like, the bigger issue at hand here. And I... I personally, I kind of like that they're they're not like they're glossing over like what Eclipsa did was wrong. Like Star has said it's wrong and she doesn't feel okay about it. But it's not the center of the episode. And I feel like we keep waiting and waiting since we figured out who Eclipsa was last season to be able to point figures at fingers at her and be like look you're like see you finally slipped up you finally did a questionable thing that means you're bad like i don't think the show's interested in pointing those kind of fingers i think eclipsa had a moment of weakness she did something she shouldn't have she's not really proud of it it, it you know it it does hurt her relationship with star but star is looking way bigger picture right now and her concern is for the kingdom 
and she just wants Eclipsa to be a good ruler. And she still like, believes Eclipsa can be. She wouldn't throw her a coronation if she didn't think she could actually do the job and do it well. So I, I appreciate the show for not like dwelling on the emotional drama of like, oh, you went in my mind. We're not friends anymore. Like, I'm so glad because like, I think that's kind of what maybe we were expecting. And like, I don't need to go down that road because it's not going to lead to anywhere really interesting. Like, I'm glad that we're moving forward. So I appreciate that that's not what we ended the episode on. And it was a little more uplifting and like bittersweet for Eclipsa. I mean, I'd say like the thing that I thought was a little more odd was like we had this whole episode where it's like Eclipsa let him out. Oh, no, she didn't. She's willing to wait on like the one person she wants to see the most. who like hasn't seen his child grow up at all. She's willing to wait because he's not ready and she wants to like, you know, wait for a better time immediately followed by an episode where he comes out anyway and now it's all resolved like i wish there'd been like a couple more episodes between those two things but the star clips of thing i thought honestly was fine the way it was handled yeah I, I had that thought too that if there was uh if this was the the second episode was the first episode or was last week then there may have been some some needed space between uh those two i but i i think you captured the show's attitude towards eclipse well and their intentions so I, I i agree with you that this is what they're going for here um yeah andy are you uh do, do you like if this do you think it's the resolution to this eclipse arc that we've been doing with the show and do you like it if so i think it's the resolution of who Eclipsa is, but it's definitely not the resolution of Eclipsa. Because now I feel like I understand Eclipsa's motivations a lot better, which is good, but I do think that this doesn't completely exonerate, or maybe not exonerate the right word, doesn't make her completely... Um, I, I'm, I'm still worried about her actions, because I think what this show has done, it, what, what it's cemented in my mind for these last for this week is that she is constantly struggling with this idea of whether she's going to be selfish or not. And sometimes, and, and so far she's been really good because she has star with her. She has star with her helping her realize I'm being selfish right now. You're right. I'm letting my not lately the part that doesn't care about the rest of the rest of Muni take over when I'm trying to get Globgore. But star has said that she's done after this. Star has said that she's going to leave, and I'm concerned that Eclipsa, without this, like, angel on her shoulder, will not realize when she's making bad decisions. But and, she has Globcore now. But I don't think Globcore is that same <laughs> voice that Star is. And well, I think but that- he, he did, he was, though, in, you know, the episode where she's inside of his mind, you know, he's like, okay, like, I can, like... I'll let you set me free, but it's only like if you like if your people are ready and everything like that. And so and she even says, like, you know, like, you're right. I'm being selfish. I mean, she doesn't right out say it. But again, like she selfishly is trying to set him free. And he even he is telling her, no, like if it's better for me and for you guys for like that, I'm still frozen, then that's how it has to be. And so he's still acting. He's also acting as that voice of reason for her. The star said the exact same thing to him and he, or to her and Globgore did, you know, just did it episode later inside of his mind. But it's a lot easier to say that when you're still trapped. Like now that Globgore's out, this is a very different situation. He's out. He's seen Eclipsa and his daughter and he is and he defended them and he fought for them. And like there's this whole moment where like he kind of didn't 
do what he said he was going to do. Like, he saw them, like, let, let's say Eclipse is under threat again sometime in the future. Like, that's not, un, like, that's not entirely impossible. We saw those people that wanted to kill her this episode that were being invited to the coronation. Like, what if someone tries to attack Eclipse and he hurts them? Like, what will Eclipse do? What will happen? It, 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 it's just, I don't think that this is sustainable. I think Eclipse is a good person, but I don't think that she can... I don't think she's in the right position here. I think that they should just go off in the sunset together, but they can't do that because Eclipsa thinks she needs to be queen. And I don't think that she realizes that, honestly, uh, Star has been queen this whole season, taking care of everything for her. And now that when Star leaves, that's going to be very different. Yeah, I, I love Andy's analysis there. I also love what April said. I kind of, is it bad that I trust Globgore after one week more than Eclipsa moving forward? I do. Yeah, he, he, he was he was willing to be refrozen even after I, being out and all that happened too. I don't the other think- thing the other thing too is that Eclipsa has everything that she wants now. So there's no yeah. point in her to act, you know, like evilly. Uh-huh. And I think that like that's, that's, I think that's, it's good to get, like to have Globgore free and for him to act as that voice of reason for her in place of Star because he also wants her to be a great queen. Just like Star does. And so now it's safe for Star to step out of that role in Eclipse's life. And we can go do our own thing with Star. Well, um, let, let's, be, let's, let's be meta then, April. Like, let's say that, like, we, <laughs> next episode, like, Eclipse has, like, what will Eclipse have then? She'll have nothing. Like, what makes sense to me is that you have this character who had this crazy goal. She wanted to get back her husband who was frozen for centuries, right? Like, centuries. Mm-hmm. And now she has her husband she has no goal she has nothing and when you have when you have this person who is very driven like i'm not saying selfish is a bad trait that's it's she's she's i almost said human but you know what i mean like she's a person she wants things to make her happy and that is fine but the point is she has no goal right now and i don't think she's going to exist without a goal i think we're going to see what her new goal is and i think she's going to approach it in a way that's not good and that's going to be the real thing that sets not it, it's not that Eclipse is evil. It's the fact that she just can't resist doing things that are just good for her first and foremost. Like she she will do something, see what's good about it. And Globgore, seeing his wife, isn't going to stop her because he doesn't want to hurt her and he doesn't want people hurting her. Like he I, I think that's the problem. Their love isn't. They're, they're, they love each other too much and that they don't stop each other from doing things that could hurt each other, hurt other people. Yeah, They'd rather they, have- I didn't hmm, I don't know if we've seen evidence of that really outside yes. of like what? hearing that like oh he ate people and oh she has but dark magic. It happened have in this seen- episode. When when as soon as Eclipse started to get frozen by Romulus, that's when everything changed. That's when the fight scene started. It was that moment. And Eclipse didn't do anything because she couldn't didn't have her wand in her hand. Like, if the situations were reversed, like if if they started to attack him, I'm very certain that Eclipse would have defended him. Like this but, is just they are. But I I took a lot of that more so as like he because you have to remember too, like he initially was trying to run away to yeah. for Eclipse and for Meteora and then the only reason why he really I mean he he got involved was because Star 
brought him back. And I mean, it was very, I guess, ambitious of Star to think that, oh, we can just have a good conversation about this because he was going to like he was willing to be frozen and to be things. But it was the fact that Romulus was, uh, I guess, sort of egging him on and sort of like the High Commission. Like I was so frustrated with the Magical High Commission because they kept initiating this fight that Globor didn't want to have. I, and and so I mean, you, of course you're going to defend yourself. But that's and, but that's my point, April. I'm saying you're right, and there's gonna, <laughs> there's going to be situations where they're going to be yeah, they're going to be in the right defending themselves, but that won't be the best for the country. They're going to be in the right. I just don't think that like with a third of the show left, that's something that we're going to do. Like, I just think that this is like, this is the way that the writers and everyone are just trying to sort of wrap this up because like there, I mean, what do we gain from person? I mean, I'm not saying that this wouldn't be like an interesting path to go down, but like, there's still other things that we kind of have to wrap up. And I feel like at the pace that the show sometimes does things that we're like, we're going to need the whole rest of the third. Like we still have to wrap up the whole, like Tom star thing, the star. Yeah. The, and Tomco got to wrap that up too. Tomco. We have to wrap <laughs> but, up Mina Loveberry. We have to wrap up like moon. If we're even doing anything with her, which I still don't know. No, that's a question. I, I do the relationship yeah. stuff, Mina, but I, I feel like that's not a third of a season. I think no, there's room, I, definitely room to do the stuff Andy's talking about. Unless we I, do I think that's the point stuff. of the season. I think, I think if anything, it's just going to be like, Eclipsa coming to a realization that she just doesn't like, we're just going to have her just continuing to struggle and not for like the fault of like, you know, she's being attacked or anything like that. I think it's just going to be her struggling to accept people this to role. accept her. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even her accepting the role. I think but, half of the battle is that people don't want to accept her as queen. And I think actually what might end up happening is they're going to dismantle the monarchy and start a democracy because they were kind of already seeding that at the end of the episode, right? Because mm-hmm. Star went over and was like, "What do the people think?" They're like, "We seem like there was going that for five seconds." The other thing too is, yeah, I and like that makes so much sense because yeah. like they they keep talking like for the past couple seasons, there there's been so much about Star versus like her mom and Star versus like this old like aristocratic way of ruling and how problematic it is and how it's been keeping monsters out, and we've slowly seen that kind of worn away over time i feel like the next big political step would be to dismantle the ruling class Monarchy. altogether and, but, and then maybe they'll let buff frog is like the new president <laughs> honestly that could happen and that would have a lot of positive ripple effects for humans and monsters i, I think I, I i do like this like you even mentioned it like star is the one leading all this like the fact of the matter is like, Eclipse is just not queen. It's like, she's not. She hasn't done anything. Yeah, I, re- I, re- I really like this point that Andy made. She never wanted to be queen either. Star has been, the, the past the past several weeks, Eclipse has just been doing, uh, looking for her baby stuff in the background. And, you know, snooping and vis- apparently visiting Globgore. And really, Star has been rolling. I definitely think that's something the show has been communicating. And another thing that, you know, this is going to be a minute discussion topic is this, the last episode makes clear that Star wants to move on from Eclipse. So I do definitely think like Eclipse is going to roll. She really hasn't been making day to day decisions. Yeah. Um, she's been more of a figurehead, uh, I, I believe. And I think that is a good point. Like, will the show do so? I'm not like, I'm not as sure that the show is going to explore that, but I think that that is a good point that like the star, if star leaves, 
um, Eclipse and Globgore, how are they going to be as rulers? I agree with the point that they will look out for that. I think we all agreed with this, that they will, when in danger, they will look out for each other first and foremost, um, which is what Andy was trying to say, which is that that could be disastrous in and, the right situation. And um, that's sympathetic. I want to be clear. That's sympathetic. Yeah. I think they are good. I think they are nice people, but... Yeah, well, let me let me go on an eclipse rant for a second sorry, because sorry. I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've I've so I think like uh, I agree. Eclipse is not evil. Cemented by this episode, I've kind of been like on the fence. Is Eclipse evil? Okay, I feel like I'm convinced Eclipse is not evil. I just don't think she's a good person. Um, and I I'm kind of done with like the attitude that she has at the end of the monster and the queen. I feel like she's mentally like mental, emotional, empathy wise, a child. Like uh, she just she doesn't have she doesn't care. Or even know that it's wrong to go inside Star's mind and and like go behind her back like that. Like that's such a horrible thing to do is to go inside someone's mind to get information from them without their consent. And I'm not convinced at all she cares one bit or even knows that that's wrong. I think this is a very intentional characterization by the show. I think they're trying to show someone who is like very selfish and uh, still a sympathetic and still you can be very selfish and be like a a human and be like a quote unquote good person. But um, I think like the moral grace of Eclipsa, I feel like is clearer to me at this point, which is that she doesn't care about, I don't trust her as a queen. I don't think she cares about other people. I haven't seen any evidence that she cares about the mutants. I, I know she cares what they think about, but based on Star's uh, coaching of her in this season. Um, but I uh, like, I, she cares about Glaubgore. I love the two of them together. They care about each other. That's fantastic, but they should not be king and queen. This is a not, this is not good. I do not trust Eclipsa with, with Muni. Um, I, not that a moon was great, but moon, uh, uh, at least seems to care about the people in her fake kingdom that she's brought up. And uh, I, and I, th- I think like, this isn't like a condemnation. I think she's like a great character, Eclipsa, but yeah. it's just pr- someone who personally pisses me off because of uh, the lack of empathy that she seems to have. Yeah. Dylan, the way I see it and the way I've been thinking about this whole time is she is like using magic lingo. She's a very black protagonist. Yes, exactly. I was going to say she's Slytherin. She's uh, in magic, yeah. the gathering black colored, right? Like she's hard Slytherin. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that she's he, just he, we, we thought she was too. She's a she's a she's seemingly amoral. Um, and we knew we thought that before, and she's still that, but she's somehow more sympathetic. That's really interesting characterization by yep. the show. Like she's still pretty amoral and yet we like her a lot more and i do think like the show has done a lot of its best characterization worth at work with eclipsa um and i think we're at a really interesting point with her so like does the show stop here where we've arrived at this point where she's like sympathetic yet this flawed person or do we like have a consequence to her lack of empathy like is that gonna pay off um i i, I think the possible turn we take here is that she just doesn't care about being queen anymore. She was queen to get back Globgore. Like, yeah. it's possible she just stopped. Well, I, th- I thought she was that. queen simply because Star was like, here, you're queen <laughs> Star, now. Star told yeah, her like, to, yeah. But Eclipse because the reason why was because Star didn't want to be queen. Like, because Eclipse had never queen, said, yeah. like, okay, give me my wand back. I want to be queen. She's never said that because I don't think that's something that she's ever truly wanted. And even when, like, before, like, you know, we're in present day. She didn't want to be queen back then either. She just wanted to be with Globgore. And I think, yeah, I've, no, I totally agree that she's an extremely selfish character. But I think the only reason why she's queen is because Star simply didn't yeah, want yeah. to be. But let's like ignore the title queen. Like let's ignore like the title completely and just look at what the characters are doing. Because Star doesn't want to be queen, but she just doesn't want to be her mom. Like she doesn't yeah. want to the thing her mom is but she's completely fine with ruling the country 
And we see that this season. Like, she wants to help Muni. She wants to help people. And Eclipsa never showed that. She wants to be... Eclipsa wants to be queen because she wants to use the resources of the country to save Globgor. And that's the difference. Eclipsa is, like, attached to this old idea of what being queen is, and Star just really hates it. But Star actually wants to rule, and that's the difference. She wants to govern these people and help them. Yeah, that's so let's transition to that, like, what Star right. wants here. Because I, 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 yeah, I agree that Eclipsa, it did with everyone, Eclipsa was just kind of thrust into this position. Um, like, it's possible she'll, in the next week, say, like, I don't want to do this anymore, right? Like, I just want to be with Glabgor. I think that's that, that's within I, the realm of I, their characters. That would be, like, yeah. like if that happened, it, it wouldn't surprise me, and I feel like that would just kind of be best, too. Which is why I don't think it's going to happen. I think it would be best for it would be best for them as people and best for the country. Like this, they should not be. They should just be happy with each other. I feel like it's going to be. I think it's going to be one of those things where she's just like you know, like it's going to be. It's going to come from like a selfish place, but it like it wouldn't surprise me if they had like eclipse i say something along the lines of like this country deserves someone who cares about them and i have my family and that's what i care about so okay i'm done being queen like. Just like yeah. that, yeah. I it, she's she, she's been focused on her family and Glad, like with Glad, trying to free Glabgor and just focusing on Meteora. It's I think it's it would be the same thing. If Star leaves, that's the big difference here. It wouldn't be tenable anymore. I think like Andy's like, oh, the the drama, them staying king queen would be drama. So that's like what the show would do because we have to have uh you know a plot still happening and through a significant part of the season. Um, but I think we could. Uh, yeah, if the show could, I feel like this could be the end to them, to their arc for the most part. The Mumin's Monsters thing is something else I want to bring in here. But let's, let's, let's talk Star because, um, a very deliberate thing that the show does in coordination is, um, Star says, like, uh, uh, she's, she's this quote, I just want to be a teen again. I don't even know what yeah. teens do anymore. Do they jet ski, scrapbook? <laughs> what do they do? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, she, uh, no, yeah. jet ski closer, maybe? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's debate this. Uh, <laughs> Are you a jet skiing teen or a scrapbooking teen? Uh, where were you? Um, just go around the way. Definitely. <laughs> I was about to say April's definitely. Probably scrapbooking too. I think we're honestly. all probably scrapbooking. I dream of jet skiing, but. No, I would never jet ski. I would just. <laughs> jet skis are horrifying. Let me just say, I fit on them though. and they're not that fun. It's really Aww. scary. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, but th- that that's like one of, and then at the then we have the scene with uh, her and Tom. She says, "I want to move on after today." Um, and Tom Tom wants to move on too. He wants to go on a trip, and uh, then they Ew. Uh, they're about to kiss, and then they're interrupted by Starco Shipper Rubariat. Um, <laughs> but uh, he speaks for us. But uh, yeah, so Star Star just wants to 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 stop being what she's been this season, which has basically been um, act, acting queen slash doing a lot of things in in the the monster temple um but this this is a big i think character moment for star like when the main character is saying they want to do something this is this is very important and i think that's like an interesting direction for star like what what does she want now you know if she's not uh she's she's still if if eclipse is still queen she's not you know the the princess right like she's she's not in the royal blood yeah um she's not going back to earth either presumably what 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 will she do raise warnicorns oh i like that she said that's what she wanted to do in previous episodes <laughs> is she gonna start to go to a warnicorn raising farm warnicorn farm yeah, yeah. 
But, but no, but that's interesting too. Like what like what what is it that our main character wants? She wants to be a teen. She doesn't even know what that is anymore. Like, but I think what she's really saying is she just doesn't want to have responsibilities. Yeah. And that's really, what she's not had. as many. Yeah. Or I, like not as big responsibilities. Yeah. Because right now, or what seemingly this entire season, her her responsibility has been to like the people of Muni. And we already knew that she didn't want to be queen, so it's not like surprising that she's frustrated and wants to she wants to move on. Yeah, that wants to move on. Andy, what do you see for for Star in the I, coming episodes? I just see completely the opposite because we've seen I think the big thing we're trying to show, like, this season is trying to show us the differences between Queen, uh, Queen Moon, Eclipsa, and Star. Like, that's the main thing they're trying to show us, because all three of them have very different opinions on how to rule the country and what they want to do with their lives. Because we saw Queen Moon. She was, I don't know if good is the right word, but she ruled Muni, and she did it for a while. And now that she's not queen, she doesn't want to rule. Like, she's trying to find every way that she can just have a quiet life like she doesn't want it and star on the other hand is not queen but she wants to help people all still and i think that's what i think she wants to be a teen because she thinks that's what she's supposed to want but the thing is i think she's liked doing this for people she's liked getting buff frog back she's liked helping eclipsa whether eclipsa is good or bad she's liked helping her and Again, like I said before, Eclipsa doesn't want to rule either. She just wants a happy family. And I think the thing is, of these three characters, Star is the only one who has shown any initiative for wanting to rule. And so that just has to be where this season ends. It has to end with Star understanding that about herself and understanding that about the country, that she's just the person who wants to rule and the person who can do it. And maybe we do end up with democracy, but Star is going to lead them to that. Yeah, I feel like what um, you're what you're making Buff it sound is like Buff does. <laughs> Buff, you, I do think Buff Frog is like the type of character that would be elected yeah. president at the yeah, end of the show. He yeah, could yeah, handle it. So. yeah. But but I, I like what Andy's saying in that like that made me think like is Star going to be elected president at the end of the season? Like I, like, I, I, I think I think awesome. what you're saying is that yeah. uh, Eclipse is like n- not a good ruler and not empathetic. Moon is a good ruler but not not empathetic. Star is both. I think she's like empathetic yeah. and a good ruler. So and she's, like, and, and I think. Suited. It's hard to see that because all we hear from Star Trek, she doesn't want to be queen, but that's just hiding the real like that. that that's the surface level of what Star feels like. She wants she doesn't want to be queen because she wants to be more than that. She wants to do something different. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Star views like being queen unfavorably, considering yeah. what it like what it mm-hmm. means uh, than what she saw her mom do. So she might if she wanted to make a difference and. I do think she's uh, entitled and probably should at this point go back to being uh, more nor- of a normal kid. But uh, if, if she like she would want a different way to 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 make a difference, maybe like the High Commission comes into this yeah. because I think the High Commission has been been showed as being very flawed. Maybe Star replaces Romulus on the Magic High Commission. Maybe that's what we're and, doing. Anna. Maybe and that's do. how she helps. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's possible we get like a time skip. Like we just say like Star, like I'm not going to rule now, but in the future I will or something. Yeah. Like, an e- epilogue yeah. of her being elected. Uh, as an then, adult yeah yeah because that's I the other think, thing like how could star be elected too, yeah she's like a, a teenager yeah. still she i i like the idea of her being able to go back to a quote-unquote normal teen life because like i feel like she deserves to have some semblance of her childhood left before she is a full-fledged adult for her to take on a whole kingdom especially when she doesn't necessarily have to if they dismantled the monarchy i think it'd be great if she was able to be a kid again for a while i think she deserves that yeah i agree yeah. I, I definitely agree I, yeah, maybe maybe her and marco back go back to earth 
at yeah. the uh, in the last episode, and then we have an epilogue of them coming back to Muni and then uh, being elected at some point, like would, in, after a time skip. Would it, Would it be great if like the finale used the original ending song and just start just walking down? Oh the my street? god, yes! Um, Bring back the best yes. song. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think th- I think that now we're starting to get a, a picture of where we might go at the end of the show. This is really interesting. Yeah. Um, so th- I think like what what's happening with Star next? I do think like considering we know that Beach Day is next week, we're going to see Star trying to be normal uh, for a little yes. bit. Yeah. Um, so what that will presumably go poorly in some capacity, whether it be because <laughs> of Eclipse or because she like Star can't sit still with this, like she needs to be doing something bigger. I'm not sure. Um, but, but we'll see. We quickly hit on, uh, you know, Romulus, Romulus being thrown in jail. He's being like, uh, uh, seen as like the culprit of uh, a lot of, a lot of this, what happens. I feel like, Uh, I feel like Romulus, not good, but a a little scapegoated. I think the high commission at large was not good too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, I I mean, I, 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 I trust Tekapu to, uh, like, she ultimately did the right thing, but clearly all of the High Commission was biased here, and Romulus was biased and took bad action. Um, but yeah, Romulus being thrown in jail, that's a pretty big deal. Um, so, uh, will, will that be an arc? Well, is that just to create a vacancy? Will there be an arc with Romulus coming up? Like, Um, Mina breaks him out of jail or something? (laughs) Oh, no, with your. Yeah, like I can see her being like, I hear you, you like sympathize with the cause. Come join me. Like, this is Sebastian. He's a crow. Like, <laughs> this uh, is all we you, got. You remember the name, okay, the crow's name. That's impressive. Um, yeah, no, I, so I think in terms of Rambulus, and Rambulus has always been like stupid and, and like, uh, he's been like uh, sometimes uh, pointed in the wrong direction, but he, I, I feel like this is the most insidious he's ever been. Like, uh, he, like, like faked this whole thing in order to uh, have something happen to make his biases true. Um, but he's still like, I don't think we view him as like a mastermind. He's still kind of no. dumb. No, so. he's definitely not smart. Yep. <laughs> so it's weird. It's weird that Romulus took the fall for all of like the monster biases. Like he's Romulus. He's like one of the most powerful things in the universe, but he's an idiot. Like he, uh, he, there's clearly like, going to be some more greater he's force. He's like, he, what is it? He's like, I don't know what to call it. He's like the like the symbolism uh like the symbol of misunderstanding. That's what it is. Yeah. He's the symbol of misunderstanding because and he's the symbol of like stubborn misunderstanding because he is so set in his mind that Eclipse is evil that he won't even like listen to reason. He's like well, I just knew that I, if I set him free, then he would like cause chaos and then we would get to like be right. And it's like, first off, where in your head does that even begin to make sense? Like, and also like there's clearly all of this evidence that supports that, you know, Globor isn't right or whatever, but you refuse to see it. And so he is like the symbolism of that prejudice against yeah. monsters. Yeah, that's a good Totally. And I think the point of Mina potentially teaming up with him, I, I, they, that seems like a peas in a pod here. Mina also is like singularly mm-hmm. focused on, on uh, you know, monsters and Eclipse of being bad and can't see it. And that seems to be what uh, what happened to Romulus this episode, too. Um, so, yeah, I think like so what the, another question is like, what's Mina going to do? We see the, the crow at the end that Mina's coming. Um, we saw that set up from a previous episode. Um, like most things from this first two thirds of the season were resolved. I think you could argue that they were resolved in this episode, but Mina is the one thing that definitely wasn't resolved and was shown at the end to have been something that's coming later. 
Um, so like, I think that's probably a big option is Mina breaking Romulus out and them attacking together. Um, like, will Mina dethrone Eclipse and become a new greater force of evil? Like, is, well, like when, when you said that Mina was going to be the big bad, to me, it's like, I mean, Mina's nothing. Mina's just the, like, we keep yeah. bringing Mina into the show, but she's still not good and she's still not, uh, an interesting character. Like, Eclipse is way more interesting. Globgor is even more interesting in one episode than Mina. Um, like, uh, I think if, if Mina's just like a representation of monster bias no, or the No, that is literally the entire yeah. point of Mina, but that's why she She's so important. Like she, we have to defeat Mina to rebuild society. And we've already, we already know who, yeah. Like we already know who her character is and what she represents. And so that's the whole point of it is that she's going to be, she's going to be, that's the big symbolism that or the big idea that we're trying to fight because we're not necessarily trying to fight like evil villains at this point. We're just trying to defeat evil ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 feels right with the show. The show's always been going for kind of like grand uh concepts like that, I think mm-hmm. so. Um yeah, if if me the the, fi- the the final conflict is Mina and truly defeating racism. Um that that seems to be I'm okay uh, with it. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't like the show's track record with this, but like, yeah. the high council in comparison to Mina, they don't suddenly look as bad either and I feel like them being confronted with Mina is like, "Wow, is that like how we look?" or like, "Okay, I don't want to be I don't want to be that person." maybe i can readjust my perspective of life at this point and that's when we can finally like start to make progress yeah i i think i feel like the the high commission um is another potentially interesting final force here but the high commission at least like uh hecapu and to a lesser extent omnitraxis but still him are both sympathetic so like rombulus was the only one that was ever kind of not sympathetic uh, not unsympathetic um so like they but they're also biased so that could be well the, how will they conflict with me now will um like they, they also have these biases here well um, they have their biases but they're also not like breaking globgor out of crystal to prove their bias like they're still being yeah. i guess they're still being like team players if anything right right like, it's we still, don't it's still see, definitely like insidious we... to have the ruling like thing be uh biased and it can implement in non even if uh romulus did it in the most man direct manifestation of uh of them <laughs> being bad you know it's still smaller ways that could that they would come into play um, but yeah, I think, I think that play that gets into the question of like, is our monsters, humans arc like completed because Eclipsa is accepted by humans at the end of this episode, seemingly, at least they're all kind of like, uh, but they, they all agree with Buffrog at least that let them, let them stay They're They're okay with Globgor, like the, the symbolism of monster hatred. I feel like staying, that's like a huge step. Are we just done with the human monster racism theme where it seems like we're saying no, no, because of Mina basically. Yeah. So it's like, is, is, will Mina like inspire the hearts of the racists to come back to being racist or will like everyone be against her? You know, like, and that's kind of that's what I, the question. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I don't like about this because I think this show is very effectively, not, not maybe not very effective, but it's showing what racism is. But I don't think it's showing the more insidious part of it where it's like mm-hmm. a lot of the racists aren't just these dumb yelling people like Romulus and Mina. Like, it, I think that's kind of the part where I don't like it. It's just like, here's these stupid people, and if we beat them, racism's done. Like, that's not how it works. There are these insidious... That makes me think people. the show wouldn't do that, because it, I do think it's aware of that, you know, that that's I, not how it works. So Yeah, I, like, I, I just don't know who we use for that, though, Dylan. Yeah. Right, so the, the, sh- yeah. the season has done a little bit of the insidiousness, showing random human citizens, but it's also very, like, over-the-top, even when yeah. tried it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't well, know. and it, the other thing, too, I guess that I guess doubts that like us come 
coming to the conclusion of this is because even with like, like, first off, there was a bunch of humans who did, like say that they don't, don't like Eclipsa, but they were also at that arena. So, I mean, Moon was there, but I like, we're not doing anything with her, it seems. But, uh, but like, there were some of the humans from like the human camp who were there and were like, yeah, but I still don't like her. And I'm like, dude, why are you even at this event? Like, if you don't like Eclipsa. <laughs> Yeah, why did you come to the coronation? <laughs> like, but so I think that, like, it's not completely defeated, but I feel like it's going to be, like, a scaled down version for at least a couple of episodes until we come into, like, until the whole, like, Mina thing comes into play. And then she's going to sort of raise this Mumin army, the, who happen to all be in Moon's um, part of the forest, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to call it her kingdom because that's not what she wants. And so I'm just trying yeah, to. Be well, let, let's talk. Let's talk. Moon because <laughs> I do think that could connect to that because Moon uh, in this episode, uh, will we culminate Moon? No, she just sits out of it, basically. Yeah, she's, she, yeah. She's, but, she's like she's just literally there. Not doing but, but we that's, saw that's with the previous character. thing that uh, her, her sitting out of it with, uh, oh, I'm not going to stop Mina from killing Eclipse. So that's like an evil action that she took. So this yep. is uh, so we saw the moon being impartial can be. Um, even though she thinks she's being impartial, she's really just being bad. Um, like, so that might be, it's like this episode was fine because it resolved, everything worked out well, but, uh, like if, if they, if they turned on Glaugor, she wouldn't have stopped them, right? She would have, uh, at least sit out of it, maybe even let, like, so it, I think, do you think Moon is another thing that's kind of unresolved here in what we're doing? Well, we're, we'll do stuff with Moon the, the last few weeks. I, think, I hope, sure. because, because I feel like if there was any place for Moon to sort of jump in, like, this could have been it. I mean, she was there first off, or like I feel like if you're gonna have her, you you should have her because she's been kind of a big part of this series, and so for her to just literally come into an episode, be like, eh, well, I still ha- feel my ways about Eclipsa, and then she still shows up and just sits there, and the only thing that she does is tell Star that she wishes she wasn't involved in this situation, and that's it. Like, doesn't necessarily put up a fight to stop Star. If that was really her motivation, she just sits there. And then at the end, she says, oh, stop calling me queen. <laughs> I think I think there's a chance Moon is our main, quote unquote, main antagonist still. I don't know. I feel like like it'd be more interesting to do something like that almost than Ooh. Mina. Like she enables Mina and she's ultimately the force of bad there. Like it'd be um, interesting if like the final conflict of the show is like a, a just a discussion between Star and moon like that'd be kind of interesting i do think that's yeah that's like yeah that that would actually be interesting (laughs) i think that's like uh, a lot of what the show is is about is you know star versus her mom's ideas um and uh or the old way of 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 life so yeah i think i think i think we're certainly building to something with at least moon in relation to star and i don't know if we've really wrapped up the this moon's muni kingdom thing although yeah i do think uh every everyone seems to be on board at the end of the episode so interesting where we're going from there yeah. Uh, um, let's talk random stuff that we haven't talked about and shipping. Um, so of course, Tom Co. Big yes. thing. Yes. First episode, a lot of Tom Co. Second ep- or third coronation, they sing love sentence together and um, hold hands and uh, <laughs> have a fantastic duet. Um, and then also in the the first episode, they're helping each other, their friendship, but also um, there's some like teasing by uh, Kelly and like Talon, like referring to them romantically i think in that episode so we we're more in on explicit tom and marco like as a legitimate romantic option because i think that's what the show's trying to do and they're like we're gonna legitimize this uh this like potential like uh crack ship by 
you know, having it be portrayed as a legitimate option this season, which I think that I mean, they've... is it a crack ship if they're so in sync with each other? Well, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're making it not a crack and, ship this season, yeah. And and even if it's still just, like, they're not in a relationship, I do like the show being like, it's okay to have these kinds of relationships, guys and guys. Yeah. Like, this is like, they're very emotionally open to each other. They're very vulnerable to each other at times, and I like that in this show. Yeah, at the mm-hmm. very least, it's a great portrayal of male friendship yeah. um, with the two of them. It's a great yeah. portrayal trail of what all friendships should be like i think i think shows do this they show male friendships like this but one of the friends is usually kind of really heavily feminized but like this isn't true here like these are both two guys that kind of want to be quote-unquote cool but they have a very different version of cool than i think old shows have yeah they they they, they're motorcycle bonding yeah episode (laughs) so yeah i think this is a good example of that i think i i appreciate the show legitimizing like the queer potential queer romance of tom and marco but i don't think it's really legitimate unless they like actually dated or something so um like i don't know tom pulled him in for a hug at the end of coronation like right like i i I definitely think that they've been like explicitly showing it in a way that they haven't and that's been really fun um but uh you know it's it's my point is it's not like meaningful to any significant extent from a broader perspective obviously like i say that all the time um, well if you're thinking this on the narrow confines of like friendship versus love then yes but clearly they have a very lovely bond and they (laughs) do love each other in some way shape or form even if it's not inherently romantic and that's what's still nice about it like i think it's it's a very legitimate ship just because like it's there and they do they are so insane and they do get along so good now and it's just lovely to see them together and like whatever that thing is that they have with each other that in of itself is legitimate and that's what makes me happy like it doesn't have to be romantic for it to be legit and yeah, it's, it's certainly eyes. wonderful and uh like really fun regardless and it's it's it's, it's yeah I, i'm totally on board with what we saw this week i kind of think um that the show has seemed so specifically like focused on making it a legitimate like romantic th- option like versus like before when it's like oh they had their one fun episode in season two but um like they like they're specifically showing potential romantic moments all the time I don't, like it like clearly we don't because of societal things we wouldn't expect them to actually be together which is unfortunate but like it, from a story perspective Tom Co could be as likely to break up Tom Star as Starco at this uh, point. Totally. <laughs> it's more That's my point. Oh my god, if that's the end of the show. If Tom Co was what breaks up Starco, like Tom Star, Tom Star. Uh, Starco's not even together right now. Well, no, but even if if Tom Co gets in the way of Tom Star and Starco, like I'm okay with that. I think we're fine. Yeah, I'm 100 percent on board with that. I'd be like. Yes, this is perfect. Like, this could be, this is more than I could have wanted from this show. <laughs> like, it further, like, increases Marco's harem. Like, I just love that. Oh my yeah. God. Yes, it's the final release from the harem is for Marco to finally find a man who can help him grow even more. <laughs> no, just uh, they're, they're in an OT3 poly relationship. I think that's the end of the show. I think Marco would definitely be good for Tom. I think they'd both be good for each other, but mostly yeah, Marco yeah, I think would that's be good what for Tom. Like- that's what the first episode's about. They're good for each other. Um, no, I no, I think I think the show like seriously has been so focused on the two of them that uh, this is something that I think they might explore in the last think, third of the season. I think we've spent like more time, almost as much time on uh, Tomco as we have like Tom Star, 
which is great. Like I, I love. We spend more time on Tomco than Tomstar this season. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. Let me that's, let me rephrase that. We've spent more like legitimate time on me- that. meaningful time, yeah. To, right? Like yeah, 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 meaningful romantic time together. Um, so I like I don't think they're gonna like show them in a relationship or anything, and I'm still waiting for them to follow up on Star being by. But um, like I think that the show is shown that they want to explore this to whatever extent that they can. So I, I think I, that that'll happen. I think the biggest thing, like, having talked about this, I just don't know what the purpose of Tom Star is narratively. Like, I just don't get uh, it. T- tension. Like, um, but besides that, like, it feels like yeah. all the other relationships kind of have something going on with them, like, pointing, out, pointing us in, like, some narrative direction, like Globcorn and Eclipsa. But, like, like I'm happy. Like, I, I think Tom and Star actually make a nice couple. Like, I just like Starco more. But I just don't see what we're going to be pushing towards with yeah, right. they're ending like there's yeah. we're still they're still like i know we've yeah. been joking about when are they breaking up for two seasons but they're now, but they, they're 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 gonna break up yeah yeah like, like uh, what there's is, no what future is the point of this what's the narrative well, I think, the point of I their the relationship thing, well i think the biggest thing too is that they like got back together because they were both seeking change and i think that's i mean like whenever like tom first admitted that he wanted to change and we know that star's always been like seeking that within herself i think that their relationship is like if their relationship ends it's going to be because they finally like become the best versions of themselves and then they realize that they don't need to sort of like piggyback off of each other's like motivation to be better yeah which is like a huge subversion of the whole like you know awful boyfriend trope that they kind of started out with in season one like we we assumed that tom was just gonna fade into the background as like this awful person that star escaped and grew from but like no like they're actively making each other better versions of themselves and i love april's idea of like yeah so the culmination of that it's not that they stay together, but they outgrow each other in a healthy way that is mutually I, good. And then they go and they still remain friends. Like, that's yeah, awesome. We never I, get to see that kind of relationship. And that, I, that's worth keeping around to me, at least for now. I, I think the best version of this, the best ending of this would be if Tom breaks up with Star, but not in like a, like a way that causes like anger or like tears or anything. It's just it's like... It's not dramatic. Tom, yeah, no, Tom is just like, I think... I, I like I like he just says like they they've moved apart or like they're moving in different directions and he realizes that and Star just is like yeah we are and like that's it like that's just all it yeah. is and I, I, I think that's what's I, happening yeah mm-hmm. yeah the pro- only thing is that uh, next week is Beach Day and like the culminating that future photo thing could cause drama that could break them yeah. up but I think the direction we've been going has been like this natural breakup with them yeah um so we'll see but yeah it's it's tom yeah i like tom star presumably still ending we're still gonna do like we still think starco's happening um and uh tomco is but also tomco has been a thing that the show has been interested exploring and then the other side of this is kelco which um is a a thing for the last few weeks which we've shown them being breakup buddies they said they want to be breakup buddies they're basically dating um although they called it breakup buddies and then they break up off screen in this first episode (laughs) here um they uh marco says they decided to stop doing the breakup buddies thing and kelly says uh, my breakup buddy broke up with me so seemingly marco um but a lot of people not happy with this happening off screen um 
April, (laughs) what do you think? I was going to say, interesting that you should come to me first. Uh, But I think that uh, I can understand why everyone's really upset about it. Because we literally spent an entire episode on setting them up together. And even more so than that. Like, it's been kind of like an ongoing thing. Like, Marco and Kelly spending all this time together. Like, this has been a thing that we've been building to since Lava Beach Lake. And... And then for them to just simply like break up off screen. So yeah, I can understand why everyone would be like super offended. And I mean, I'm a little bit too, but especially because uh, Marco said that it was amlipical. I can't say words. Um, you know what I'm saying? But then Kelly seems to be upset about it. So what exactly happened? And- okay. Yeah. We need to talk about that. Was, was the breakup off screen or not? It was off screen. It was off yeah, screen. Yeah, it was- That's a little yeah. sad then. Yeah, yeah, so the breakup was off screen, and then it's interesting because Marco says to Tom that like it was sort of like a mutual thing, but then Kelly seems upset about it when she's talking to Hecapoo, and not like overly upset, but just like I can't believe he this dumped kind her. Of- right? Yeah, because he dumped her. So what what happened that Marco decided to break up with his breakup buddy? And I feel like that's something that we're going to explore, or like we'll at least touch on because for them to just kind of do that, like. Like, if we don't figure it out, then yes, I agree with all of those upset people. Like, you have the right to be offended and mad because for, like, for it to just, like, end with no reason, like, that's dumb. I want to know why. Yeah. So what happened is that uh, he's still in love with Star, but um, I do, I do agree with that. Or he's in love that. with Tom. <laughs> or to maybe he realized oh, his feelings no, for Tom. Which is Tom. the other reason why uh, Kelly's upset that he invited Tom along on the, <laughs> the date. Yeah. It's all coming it's together. the whole day training yeah. him on his yeah. dragon cycle. Yep. I think that I, could be a thing that she that might be a reason she didn't want Tom there. Yeah, um, if she sees them interacting intimately. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, it'll be approached by the show from Marco's perspective after this episode. I don't think we'll do like a Kel- Kelco breakup retrospective, but we'll be like, what the emotional state is Marco in? What's he been thinking? Um, so that will kind of resolve this. Regardless, it's annoying that the show spent time on Kelco for several episodes and then broke them up off screen. Like Kelco on its own is not something that needed to be addressed on screen if it, if the show had not spent time on it. But it's like you guys did spend time on this. So why yeah. are you just shoving it aside now? Um, yeah, like, so, why are we yeah. just like, I guess, like throwing it away in the garbage almost? Right. And it, yeah, I think I think we'll make some attempt, but probably people will still be upset after after a future episode. Um, but I want to shift it quickly to Starko because the, I do think this episode has a, says some Starko moments with um, specifically the end of the monster and the queen where Star says, I know what it's like to miss someone when you love them, you do crazy things. Um Referring to Marco, I believe. In, in uh, it's open to interpretation. It is open. Yes, uh, it is <laughs> left open. It is left open. open. The the other thing. So what I immediately thought of whenever she said that line was I was thinking that she was probably remembering back whenever like he was like attempting to date Jackie, and she just sort of like let herself just sort of slip out of the light because. And I that like that's what I got from that. I just can't like if we were gonna. I guess I guess if this is the start of Starco like mm-hmm. Endgame, then okay. But I feel like we could have gotten a little bit more. I feel like we've the show's been doing I guess a decent job at keeping them separated. 
since yeah the- well so so since uh blood moon right we they, mm-hmm. they've been suppressing their feelings if if you're under the interpretation that they've still feelings for each other that's what they, that's what's been happening since blood moon we haven't addressed it as much um and uh so i think this is still with them like suppressing and uh not like themselves recognizing their own feelings except for maybe marco was thinking that when he broke up with kelly we'll see when we reflect on what he's going through star i believe was referring to marco at that line i saw a gift set uh with like this uh laundry uh with laundry knife uh, whatever his uh his his name and she was like freaking out in that episode and then she's like i really am messed up about marco so i think this is something the show's explored before where stars feelings uh for marco making her uh behave abnormally um and uh then another thing is i do think there's starco parallels with eclipsa and Globgor, including um essentially like they say the same line i think that starko said at one point my lady don't call me that i feel like that was a stark line i don't remember um but uh yeah so i think i think we're also supposed to draw some parallels there um either way we're very very slowly going starting to build i think to in the uh, truest fashion of this show uh, this show yes (laughs) thank you uh star for uh being as annoying as possible with culminating starko bit (laughs) that's uh i think this is the the i mean we've been on the start since the end of blood moon and we've been and i think now that star is going to take time away from more plotty things now we can uh explore or at least until she's thrust back into bloody things with Mina coming, I guess, uh, explore relationship stuff with her probably next week. Um, so I definitely, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, we, we said last week, are we still on board? Are we still thinking the show is still doing Starco? I think yes. Again, after this week, nothing's really changed. The show is still doing the same annoying thing it's been doing. So, um, we're on the same trajectory with culminating Starco in the finale. <laughs> Thank goodness we haven't steered off course. Yes, thank yeah. thank goodness. We're Dylan, what would you do if they just didn't confirm Starko for the season finale? <laughs> I mean, are, are we doing to- are- like, hey, hi, friend, hi, all right, the end. What would you do? Are we doing Tomco instead? Because then it's fine. Yeah, but, uh, I, <laughs> that's fine. But no, what they but no, they would just do nothing, right? And then they just be like, like their friends at the end. Ambiguity. They, li- they literally be like, do what have we been spending so much time on? Why? <laughs> That's why I try not to be too invested in it. Because, like, honestly, it's hard. It's hard for it to be this long and to to feel anything anymore, <laughs> except <laughs> for Star- for Tomko. It's like the Don't only other thing. Anymore. Yeah, um, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't blame uh, anyone for being exhausted, even if they ship or don't ship Stark with with what's happening. I think we're all exhausted at this point. But uh, hopefully, we get a, a kick in kick in the pants next week with uh, the the beach day. Um, that photo thing is. Uh, speaking of un, unanswered plot things, the future photo that's still a thing. So we'll address that. Fun. Okay. Um, other any let's say other random things. We didn't really recap the episodes too much, but um, other the, I think them singing that was great. Oh, by the the song in Monster Monster and the Queen, same version of the song that they sing at the end of Coronation. I think it was it was good. Um, we get uh, some. I think I think Coronation has some funny lines. We mentioned Star and the Teen line. Um, we have this swing with Ruberiot uh, talking to Jana. Who is this person? Why is she here? Um, <laughs> this is the summary of, of Jana this season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're going yeah. for a very uh, specific. Yeah, this is the yes. This is the joke with Jana this season. <laughs> we don't know why she's here. We get it, I also liked uh, what was it because he didn't know who Love Sentence was, and then after um, Marco and Tom sing it, there's that really angry guy in the audience, and he goes, "I really like I, this." I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really like this while he still looks angry <laughs> oh yeah i like that guy too um we spent the shot lingered on him for a while but i think um, <laughs> i, I, I uh, love the talent show in general the talent show is great well my, 
we can't, we're performers. Like, we can't put a, a show together at the last minute and then Full Duke just shows up. Yeah. Full, right. Full Duke's like, no, I'm doing it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, good use of Full Duke. Um, also, I think good use of Ponyhead in this episode, who uh, correctly makes up uh, with her and her sisters, makes up Eclipse and then's, uh, your girl's in good hands, uh, like figuratively or whatever. Um, more <laughs> Ponyhead uh, body or character design jokes, yeah. Also, Full um, Duke dance with Janna. Full Duke and Jana did dance, yes. This yeah. is shipping radar. Um, first somewhat gay thing we've ever done with Jana. There you go. I'm <laughs> waiting for it. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, Jana Globgore comes out and Jana's like, oh, nice job, uh, Eclipse. I get it now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, I get it. it. It says it all. Yeah. <laughs> Jana's the same like, ideals like she's looking for as Michelle, apparently. <laughs> big and big small. Yeah. <laughs> Jana, Jana, yeah, Michelle just talked to Jana about that, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> she gets the tall shrink thing. She understands. Yeah, she, she gets it. Okay. Oh, uh, Glabgor oh, Eclipse of Parallels. Uh, Glabgor calls Eclipse my darkest star, by the way. Um, so I think that's horrible. That's oh, so sweet. Cute, yeah. Um, what else we got here? I liked the leaks and the leeches thing. Mm-hmm. Where Glabgor yeah. is confused, or she's like, "Remember how you thought leeks were leeches?" And he goes, "They sound the same." Like, <laughs> but that was cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think everything in the middle of monster. Oh, by the way, monster. I, I criticized the beginning, that beginning and end of monster in the queen in the beginning. Um, I think the transition to cor- coronation stuff um, in the last two minutes, one minute of monster and the queen did not make sense to me. I think like the episode was really solid and consistent. And then it felt like we just needed to move to the next episode. So we had to like change the plot. I didn't really understand the connection between like, uh, um, you're not even worried about what the people think you need a coronation. Um, I, 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 yeah, I don't know if that followed for me. I don't know if anyone agrees or disagrees, but, um, it's not, not the biggest deal. It felt, it felt a little forced, but it's fine, I guess. I don't know. The show, show tends to, to it has done this, I guess. But um, yeah, I think the yeah, I, I think Monster and the Queen may be the best of the three for me. Just the 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 the, the love story of Eclipsa and Globlor is so fantastic. Um, in the middle. Oh yeah, River. Uh, quickly, River. Um, Andy did the hot take of River as a terrible person. I think this is uh <laughs> supported by these episodes because River can only like empathetically relate to Glabgor or other people because uh, he's also a dad. I feel like yeah. this is like satire of um men who are like I yep. only understand women's rights because I have a daughter. Um, that's what I have that a felt wife. Like to me. I yeah. have a son. I have yeah. a daughter. And it's, it's like just, River. It, why does it matter that he's a dad? Just it's like a per- he's a person. It yeah. just yeah. me all that it, it made me think of was in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> I was <laughs> just like, oh, your mom's oh, name no. is Martha too. <laughs> I, oh I, no! I will say though, I did like him saying everyone's a dad, just everybody. <laughs> and Star yeah, corrects him, and he goes, "Not yet." <laughs> not yet. Yeah, the not yet was so good. Yeah, like, huh? Okay. <laughs> I uh, don't understand how the female body works, but okay. Well, everyone can be a dad. I guess. Yeah, I feel like the show is is per- simultaneously portraying River as a bad person and also showing him as zany, likable, sympathetic. And I don't know if it really works, but it's, it's well. If, okay, let's think about this. If everyone could be a princess, everyone could probably also be a dad, right? Yeah. Okay. Agreed. 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 Yeah. Okay, we all agree. Okay, that's good. Um, Just trying to be inclusive. <laughs> Uh, and B- Buffrog, we mentioned at the end of this episode, also Katrina. Um, and uh, yeah, nice to have Buffrog back, I guess. Um, <laughs> I-, I like Tom going like, you can let us down now. Yeah. Yeah, he was like yeah. holding Tom and Marco. Yeah, that's good. 
Okay. Uh, Michelle, any final thoughts on any of these episodes? Well, I I feel good about them. I honestly think like I, I was more high on these than I have been for a, a, a while. Not that this season's been bad at all, but like I, I'm really happy with where we are right now. Obviously, things are going to have to change dramatically pretty soon. Maybe not immediately if we're going to the beach, but... I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm excited for the next batch of episodes. And if there is going to be ship stuff, I hope it's just very quick so that we can nope. just move on. But obviously, <laughs> not going to happen. But that's my dream for life, even if it's a pipe dream. Dream for life, no ships. Okay. Okay. Noted. Or quick ships. Does that quick, have to be sh- no- <laughs> quick ships. <laughs> Ships. She doesn't want to spend months at sea, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you. Nice, yes. Uh, months at sea, okay. Um, we, I think we could do a... Have we done, like, a boat episode on Star? I don't know. That made me... No. <laughs> you think of this. Which that is funny, like because isn't in the the fir- the original opening, they, like, show up at a pirate ship, and we've yeah. never done anything with that? Oh, we like, like the, the the dolphin for the whale yeah. friend. Or the, oh, the, yeah. 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 They like um, anyway. party at one point. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Uh, April, final thoughts. Um, yeah. These episodes were extremely great and uh, loved the Glop Gore Eclipse thing and give us more Tomco. Uh, okay. More Tomco. Yes. More we're Tomco. All, we all, Andy, we're all in agreement on the more Tomco. Yes. 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 Final thoughts. Uh, I am excited. For this for this series finale, uh, I've learned a lot about how Michelle views romantic <laughs> partners um, <laughs> more than I ever needed to know. Uh, and I had I, I I'm just excited. I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say. I I, I hope we get a um. I I want to know who the big bad is because it's been very confusing who the actual villain of this season is, but. I hope it makes more sense when I look back at this whole season as a whole. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we've it's it looks considering this episode we we've this week we've had more favorable views on yeah. the season, so maybe that'll be true of. Um, yeah, looking back on the whole season, I feel like implicit in this uh, Michelle big and small joke is top and bottom anyway. Uh, so yeah, I think this is. <laughs> I don't know if it's saying that out loud. We're over an hour and it's fine. Um, I can get that in there. Yeah, uh, good episodes. Yes, good week from Star. We're happy with Star. That's very fun. This is a really good discussion about the the themes of the season and. Uh, it's it's i think like we hit on a lot of uh good ground and maybe things are making more sense to us here as we head into the last four weeks of star yes four more weeks um so let us know what you thought of coronation and coronation and these other episodes we didn't talk about we talked about the corn thing okay we did that yeah, with the typo we yeah. Did. um yeah on uh, overlandmated.com on our discord at overlandmated.com slash discord if it's on youtube youtube.com slash overlandmated uh let us know what you thought let us know you agree with our views of where the show is going are you in on Tomco as well? Um, are you pissed about the Kelco thing? Um, I don't know. We talked about a lot of stuff. Tell us, tell us about all that. Uh, you can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, John A.K. Garfield. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Um, we will be back next week to talk more star. Also next weekend is the She-Ra season two premiere. So we're very excited for that. So we'll be talking about full coverage of She-Ra season two. Um, in addition to continued coverage of fruits basket and 
other stuff as well if it comes up. So find all that at OverlyAnimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.